0: Hello and welcome to Far From Perfect. I am your host, Kylie Larson, and in this episode, I am helping you simplify what you need to do in order to take care of yourself. There are a lot of shiny objects out there that promise improved gut health, quick fat loss, miracle things, this or that, and in this episode, I just remind you that the basics are what will ultimately get you those changes that you want, so long as you stick with those basics for an extended amount of time. So in this episode, I also take a turn um, and talk about the diet culture that we have been submersed in and the secret for going through these changes in midlife. So enjoy this episode. Please let me know if you have any questions or follow-ups and I'll see you after the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Far From Perfect with Kylie. In this episode, I'm going to talk about not losing the force for the trees. Right, a really great um, quote that is in, like that represents today's topic is: "Stop tripping over dollars to pick up pennies," because when it comes to our health, when it comes to losing weight, and I, I, I honestly hate always talking about losing weight. But so many people have weight loss goals because it's a sad state of affairs here, right? Why are so many people overweight? So I do feel it's helpful for me to address this topic, even though it like it kills me to always be talking about losing weight, you guys. Please tell me there's something more important that we could talk about. But I get a lot of questions about it, and I want to help you out here because I've lately been getting questions about... A lot of things that like just don't matter. Little rocks within our program, with my coaching, we, we refer to these certain things as big rocks. These are things that are big needle movers. These are things that are actually going to get the job done. What are those things? Strength training, lifting weights so that you can build muscle, protect your metabolism, increase your metabolism, be strong, be healthy. All kinds of reasons that you want to have muscle that go way beyond the aesthetics. Making sure you're getting quality sleep. Sleep is needed. Every single night, we want to try to get the best sleep that we can. Your life will improve when you start improving the quality and quantity of your sleep. Eating protein, extremely important. I'm not going to be going into macros today because that's kind of a small pebble. The rock would be eating protein at each meal, followed by making sure you're eating vegetables at most of your meals. I don't want to say all, I know that's hard. This is one of those areas where small improvements are going to, again, have big payoffs. Having um, you know healthy fats throughout your diet, making sure that you are eating a mostly whole foods diet, unprocessed foods, but you don't need to eliminate all processed foods. Like if you're eating a protein bar, that's processed. Some of those frozen meals that I eat when I'm busy on the go, I didn't meal prep or whatever. Those are processed, but it's not bad. They're making my life easier. They're giving me protein at that meal. So it's better than not having those things Um, beyond just lifting weights. Also just moving your body going for walks, getting your steps in without getting neurotic about getting your steps in, right? Let's do it, but not make it a thing. Can we just like not get weird about it? Those are the big rocks. And then of course, managing your stress, which is vague, I understand. And that looks different for different people. But when you understand that stress, chronic stress specifically, it impacts every system in your body, negatively. (laughs) So you not dealing with the stressors in your life, you going to a job you hate every single day, you not bringing up whatever conversation you need to bring up with your spouse, you saying yes to everything, you being a perfectionist, you not taking rest days, you eating not enough all the time, chronically dieting, you not going to therapy, you not getting sleep like that, that's creating the shit storm. If I were to pick like the biggest things to deal with, and you st- you are someone that has a lot of stress in your life, I would start with, let's see what I would start with. I would start with sleep first and then tackling those stressors, whatever that looks like for you. I can't tell you how to live your life. I don't want to tell you how to live your life. And I know it's easy for someone to say, "Well, just do this. But we get to this point where we have to figure it out, right? We have to get to this point to where, I, you know, I'm just full of cliches, you guys. Cliches and quotes like ruin my life, rule my life. Where the pain of staying the same is worse than the pain of change. But can we make sure, Can we? can we create change first so we don't have to get to that point? to where we're totally miserable, to where we do hit adrenal fatigue, to where we do end up leaving our marriage, to where we do actually experience burnout. Can we change before that point? I don't know. Like, right, that's one of those things I can't answer for you. I wish I could. But that's something that you really need to think about. So these are the big rocks. Those are the biggest things. If you are feeling like your life is kind of out of control right now, nothing you do is working. It's not the lemon water in the morning that's going to help you burn fat all day long. It's not the shots of apple cider vinegar that are going to heal your gut. It is not the ashwagandha supplement that's going to help you manage all the stress in your life. It is not the melatonin that is going to help you sleep. It is not a specific diet. It is not eliminating carbs. It is not a specific type of workout that is going to get you the results that you want. I mean, strength training, yes, but none of these other workouts that promise drastic weight loss, long lean muscles, that's what I've been talking about today on Instagram, look for the big things the things that are actually going to get you the results that you want and then and then you got to be really patient right so we do these things and we do them for a week and we feel like we are owed some sort of change just because we do something for a week you're you're not owed anything Think about how long your life has been this way. A week of doing some good habits isn't necessarily going to change anything. What it will do, though, I don't want you to feel super frustrated. What it will do, though, is show you that you can do this. So do it without promise of results. Do it because you know it's going to make you feel good. And truly what you might experience at the end of that week is feeling a little bit better. Maybe you do feel a little bit less inflammation. Maybe you do have a little bit more energy, but more importantly, you feel better about yourself because you followed through on those things. And remember, these big rocks that I just mentioned the strength training, the protein at each meal, the vegetables, the sleep, the stress management. I am not saying grab all of those rocks at one time. I'm saying, think of one. What's one thing that you can do with one of those rocks? And how could you move that rock a little bit forward? It's all about the small, sustainable, and doable actions that we can take right now. We get lost when we start hearing other people talking about Things that seem like miracle cures, things that get you really fast results, um, things of that nature. And that is that's why my job is so hard, because you only hear my voice for a certain amount of time. Maybe you listen to my podcast. Maybe you're in one of my groups. And then you're out in the wild. And it is like the wild, wild west out in the internet when it comes to nutrition specifically. There's not like some governing body that is asking me to renew like my education every single year or Sally Sixpack down the road who might be giving out garbage information. So what does this mean for you? You have to be an educated consumer. You have to remember what is actually going to work. What's actually going to work? All those things I just said. All those things I just said. Once you start doing those things in order to feel better, then we can talk about, okay, maybe now I need to be in a fat loss phase. Maybe now I should start tracking my macronutrients. For those of you who listen and you you do feel like, My life is just kind of all over the place right now. I cannot get a handle on anything. I would not recommend tracking macros for you. I would recommend the five habits philosophy that I have. What is that? It sounds a lot like the big rocks. It's eat slowly and to 80% full. Why does that work? Number one, because you don't have to change anything. You don't have to change anything that you're eating. I'm not telling you to meal prep. I'm not telling you to go buy a bunch of vegetables. I'm not even telling you to eat protein with this one. Let's say you go to Subway for three meals a day. I'd be like, all right, you eat that six inch sub and you eat it slowly and you enjoy it and you eat it until you are 80% full. I think a six inch sub would only get me to 80% full. Let's say you buy a footlong. Right, $5 foot long. So you eat that as much sub of that, as much of that sub as you can until you just feel satisfied, not stuffed, not stuffed to the gills, not regretful, not remorseful, not, I can't eat another bite. Just, I feel satisfied. That is the first of the five habits. Eat slowly and 80% full. The second thing I would do if my life were totally out of control, eat protein at each meal. You guys, you know the importance of protein now. It will change your life. It will help you feel fuller, longer. It will help you build muscles. It will help you um, have sustained energy levels. It will reduce your cravings. If you eat slowly and 80% full and eat protein at each meal, you might just see your body transform. And if you have a significant amount of weight to lose, these are two things that are easy, that you can do right now. The third habit, eat vegetables. I already talked about that, each of your meals. The more vegetables, the better. A wide variety, great for fiber, great for vitamins and minerals, great for gut health. The fourth thing, carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are not bad. They are not bad. It's what we do to these carbohydrates. Let's take a potato. Let's take a sweet, innocent potato plucked from the earth, one of God's creations. What do we do to that potato? We cut it up. We fry it. We turn it into French fries, which I love French fries, but I wouldn't want to eat French fries every day. What do we do to that potato? We cover it with butter and cheese and sour cream and bacon bits. We add these things to the potato that take it from a carbohydrate to a carbohydrate and a fat, which that combination is the combination that can sometimes get us into trouble because that those are those high reward foods. in our brain. it the, the ding it starts going off ding 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 I love this food. This combo of fat and carbohydrate is so good right now. Cookies, carbon fat, cupcakes, carbs and fats chips, carbs and fats. Um, what else is carbs and fats? Pastries, carbs and fats. Think about it. Flour, sugar. Flour, sugar, and an egg. <laughs> that's that's the foundation for all things that I love. Give me that. But that's that high reward. So it's not the carbohydrates, you guys. It's what we do to the carbohydrates. And please, I'm not trying to villainize a loaded baked potato or French fries. I'm just trying to drill home the point. It's not the carbohydrates That are the problem. It's what we do to them. You do need complex carbohydrates, especially those of you who are active individuals. If you are strength training, you need those carbohydrates. And if you want to utilize them as as best you can, place them before and after your workouts. So that way you have that fuel, you have that energy readily available for your muscles to work during your workouts and then recover afterwards. The, uh, you, the other complex carbohydrates, these are things like bread. Bread is not the devil, especially like a sprouted grain bread. Um, pasta. You can even get like the lentil pasta, get a little boost of protein there. Carrots, corn, oats, rice, white and brown rice. White rice is not, you know, or brown rice is not superior to white rice. Eat the rice that you like. Eat the rice that feels good in your system. Same thing with white potatoes and sweet potatoes. A white potato is not less than a sweet potato. Both have similar macro profiles. Go with what you like the best, what feels best in your system. We need these sources of energy. So place those, start your carbohydrates around your meal, around your workouts. And then finally, the fats. Spread those evenly throughout the day. This is one thing that if you have ever tracked your macros, you probably were made aware of pretty quickly. Fats are sneaky. They sneak up on us and they're hidden. And a little bit of fat goes a long way, even healthy fats like olive oil and avocado. So the thing about fats is they are calorie dense. So yes, people love avocados and avocado toast and guacamole. I don't, right? That's not my jam. You guys know I don't like that stuff. But if you do and you're like, oh, but it's a healthy fat, Kylie, it's even got fiber in it. I know, I know that. But if you eat a full avocado on your avocado toast, I wish I knew how many fat grams that was off the top of my head. That's going to take a chunk out of your fats for the day. And you're not going to have a lot left for the rest of the day. If you have a nice salad for lunch, but you put, let's say, olive oil and lemon juice on it as your salad dressing, great option. But those two tablespoons of olive oil, along with that whole avocado, I know you don't have a lot of fat left for your dinner. And even if you have salmon for dinner, along with asparagus that was maybe roasted in the oven with a little bit of olive oil, you've probably had more fat for that day than you realize. And that is not bad. I'm just saying it's those calories because there's nine calories per gram of fat. If you overeat on your fats or you have more fat than you think, your calories are going to be higher than you think. And you might actually be in a surplus of calories rather than your maintenance or a deficit. So if you feel like I'm just gaining weight no matter what I do, my first thing would be log all of your foods in an app, whether it's MyFitnessPal, Carbon Diet Coach, Chronometer, however you say it, some, some app, just so you can see what it is you're actually eating. Again, I'm not telling you to track your macros. I'm just saying, log your food so you can see because that's that piece of awareness that's gonna show you, do I need to make some adjustments? You may not realize, like you might be having a full avocado on your avocado toast and then having half of an avocado on your turkey sandwich at lunch and then having an amazing steak at night. Again, not even realize, oh my gosh, I didn't realize my fats were through the roof. I'm eating clean. I just had almonds for a snack. I just had peanut butter in my protein shake, but it all adds up. So use your fat sparingly and spread them throughout the day. And those are the five habits. But we don't need to complicate these things until you have mastered those five things and the other big rocks, the sleep, the stress management, the moving your body. You don't need to worry about supplements, about apple cider vinegar, about any of the other crazy things you see, right? Bulletproof coffee. Um, I can't even think of all this stuff because it just, it's irrelevant until you're mastering the basics. There's no need to like fine tune it. It's like supplements supplement what it is that you're doing. I am a nutrition coach. I am an extremely healthy person. I've got great habits. I do not have weekenditis. I do not have all or nothing thinking. I have done the work, right? I am in this spot right here, right now, healthy relationship with food, all of this stuff, but I don't eat nearly as many vegetables as I should. So before I'm going to think about adding some crazy supplement that's not prescribed to me from Dr. Jen for like my gut health protocol or something, I'm going to eat I'm going to focus on eating more vegetables, right? So that's what we need to do. I know these shiny objects, they're very distracting. They're very distracting, but they're distracting you from the actual work that needs to be done, from the work that's actually going to get you where you want to go. You guys, health is not complicated. Someone's trying to make it complicated. You want to know why? Because when we make something complicated, then somebody has the information that we don't have. So then they act as gatekeepers to the secrets ingredient that they have, to the secret piece of knowledge that they have that you don't know. You know, I just told you, I don't have any secrets. Because my secret is there are no secrets. There are no secrets to any of this. You do these things and you you do them for a very long time. That is the secret to success in anything. So here's an example. Someone today asked me, um, it was actually yesterday and I talked about it on my Instagram live today, how to get lean legs. Well, you lift weights. You lift weights for a minimum of five years. That's how you get lean legs. It's not a special leg workout. It's not some crazy superset. It is not a drop set. It is not some movement you've never heard of. It's not a bunch of booty band work. It's no. It's you lift weights for a long time. Repeat. Year after year after year, and that is how you get lean, sculpted legs. So just think about all this stuff and notice when the question marks come up. I think oftentimes we're in this position of it's, it's kind of like desperation, confusion. It's like we're grasping at straws for something that will finally work. But again, I just told you what works. That is what any good nutrition coach will tell you. It is the basics. You don't need to have some fancy sleep number bed you need to have a solid sleep routine. You don't need to belong to the fanciest gym. You don't need, I mean, there's so much stuff that you don't need. So remember that the basics work and we have to follow the basics for a very long time. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. We're talking in years. We're talking in long-term. So our goal then, you've heard me say this a million times, is to stay in the game. Keep doing the things. Make sure it is sustainable, whatever it is that you are doing. Please don't be distracted by the shiny objects. Please don't fall victim to the gimmicks. Right? And if you're my age and a little bit older, no one has had it worse than us. Literally no one has had it worse from us. I saw something the other, day, the other day on Instagram and it was a clip from Full House and DJ was getting diet advice from Aunt Becky. DJ was like, what, 15? And Becky was telling her, well, if you just want to lose some weight, all you need to do is eat fish and chicken and vegetables. So we saw it there. And then we probably saw it, um, we saw it on Sex and the City. Right? I remember the I, I, a while back I saw like the first episode and Miranda was going to Weight Watchers meetings and she was like sneaking in donuts. We grew up with supermodels. We grew up with another thing I saw on Instagram. See, I love Instagram. Um, is it Bridget Jones? Yeah. Bridget Jones was overweight in that movie. And if you've never, she, she's not, but she was the character, Renee Zellweger, was positioned as an overweight single woman, which she's not overweight. Like this is what we grew up with, and it's just we have at this point, we have to save ourselves. We have to realize like the 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 hand that we've been dealt, everything that we grew up with, we are guide culture. And I think sometimes we're trying to look a certain way, which is absolutely unattainable. I want you to think about when you think about your ideal body type, who do you see? What does that look like? Is that even possible for you? Like if you're going to have a goal body, please make sure it is someone who is built Like you, right? I will never have a dancer's body. Aren't their bodies beautiful? Yes, they are. But guess who else's bodies are beautiful? Track stars. Guess who else's bodies are beautiful? Swimmers. Guess who else's bodies are beautiful? Lacrosse players, shot put throwers. Honestly, all bodies are beautiful truly men i don't think so women yes <laughs> sorry dudes but like look at the female body it is gorgeous but if you are a fish trying to look like a giraffe that is not going to work out you're going to be frustrated you're going to try you're going to try and do all those um neck lengthening exercises as a fish and you don't have a neck you cannot be a, a giraffe if you are a fish, right? So, are you are you comparing yourself to some ideal that is literally impossible? Forget about perfect. Are you trying to be something that you physically could not be? A lot of us are. That is why people starve themselves, right? Because they're trying to be skinny when we're not. When we're not. We're not built that way. Some people are. And that's why I don't want to um, body shame anyone skinny either. Some people are just naturally skinny. Some people are naturally thicker. Some people are tall. Some people are short. But we, we cannot look like the images in the media, most of us. And if we're trying to, that is a losing battle and it will wreck your mental health. And, you know, I've been in this industry a very long time and I know what it takes to look certain ways. So when I see somebody, I know exactly what they've done to get there. I can tell if they've done it in a healthy way. I can tell if they do it in a not so healthy way. You may not have that skill set yet. Right. And that's okay because you can just lean on me to advise. But just be mindful. What is real? what out there is real? If it's on the internet, please don't trust it. I know I'm on the internet, but a lot of y'all know me in real life too. So <laughs> I'm banking on the people who know me in real life. That's why it's important that like I film my workout so you can see my body in different stages throughout the year. You see exactly what I do. Um, I don't show you what I eat because I just it's not a huge part of my life anymore. I eat the same things over and over and over again. Sometimes I eat more, sometimes I eat less, but I just, it's just not, I don't, it's not exciting. You won't learn anything necessarily, except how you can get from a place of where maybe it used to be something you thought about all the time to where it's like an afterthought, which is a really nice place to be. So I want to be mindful of your time. Um, I wasn't sure what I was going to talk about today, but then, some things came up with in conversation with clients and things of that nature. And, you know, you, you, we, we make a dent, we being my team, we make a dent, but then because the noise out there in the wild, wild West is so loud, it's like, we take two steps forward and then we'll take another step back because Gwyneth Paltrow does something or Kim Kardashian does something. Right. Those people aren't, we shouldn't be looking at them for our health and nutrition advice. We can't relate to them. I think the Kardashians are funny. I have no idea why they're famous. I don't watch their show or anything, but I think they're funny. But I know that I'm not going to do something that one of them does just because I like the way that she looks or doesn't look. Right? Are they, Are they, Are they real? Are their bodies real? I'm not here to body shame anyone. I'm just saying, what's it take to look like that? Do you know? I know. And you guys have jobs. A lot of you guys have kids. You got other stuff going on in your life. I'm not saying you can't have a body that you love and are proud of and you feel confident in. I'm just saying we aren't going to always look like someone who's on the red carpet or at a photo shoot or things of that nature. So it's like, again, we just have to be such conscious consumers, understand what's real, what's not real. Like I, I, in the last episode with Allie, when we were talking about adrenal fatigue, I don't know if she said this or if we just were talking about it after the show. Like if you wanna see what real bodies look like, pool, go to the pool, real bodies. This is what people look like. They don't look like people on Instagram. They don't look like people who are famous. those bodies, right? No one's perfect. We all have lumps and bumps and rolls and all of this stuff. So I don't know if I could just encourage you to do anything as you are working on those big rocks. Don't be so hard on yourself. You know that Jess Glynn song, don't be so hard on yourself. Listen to that. And for those of you in perimenopause, again, right? This is our second puberty. Your body's going to be, you're going to feel out of control in your body at times. So we have to somewhat surrender to the fact that we're in this transition phase. You can't fight it. You can't under eat and overexercise through it. This is, there's a little bit of surrender. It is not a white flag. I give up. It is a, I'm surrendering to this moment right now. And I'm going to proceed with self-compassion and self-love because if I fight it, it's going to make it worse. So you guys stay focused on the big rocks, be cautious of the shiny objects, understand what is real and what is not real. As Mr. Rogers said, look for the helpers and as always proceed with self-compassion. Thanks again for joining me on today's episode of Far From Perfect. Do me a favor. If you have any guests that you think would be a good fit for the podcast, send them my way so that I can reach out to them and connect with them. Also, if you want to support the podcast even farther, feel free to share this episode with a friend on your social media, tag me, and then I'll make sure that I also share that you shared it. I have a few links in the description of this episode, which are ways in which you can support the podcast through links that I am affiliates with my glow pro tanning products, my outwork nutrition supplements, and of course, my favorite beauty counter products. Thanks again for all that you do. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.